Hey there, my name is Lexi and thank you so much for joining me today. Today we're going to be talking about the top five reasons why artists fail before they even begin. And the reason why we're discussing this topic is because it actually has a lot of great points. Most of them are spot on. And I actually found this on Instagram and thought it would be a great idea to make a video out of it. So if you're interested in hearing more about the top five reasons why artists fail before they begin, keep watching. We're just gonna go through these exactly as they're presented on the post that I found and I'm actually gonna post it right next to me so you can read along with me. Hopefully it's clear for you. So number one, the first reason why artists fail before they even begin is because they have zero focus on branding across their social media or their website. This point is very true, I feel, especially for newer artists coming into music. At least in my experience with the kind of artists that I've been meeting lately, there seems to be no clear understanding of branding or like what kind of direction they want to go in as an artist, how they want to present themselves, or even just there's no real thought behind hey, how can I make it as easy as possible for people to find me, to find my name, to find my music? There's just zero focus on branding across social media platforms. So let's say an artist has Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Across those three different platforms, their name on Facebook will be John Smith. Their name on Instagram will be Johnny Appleseed. The name on Twitter will be all up in the fields. You know what I mean? Like it's just something crazy to where the name, they just don't match across the platforms. And it amazes me how they don't think, hmm, maybe if I change my name on all these platforms, not only is it gonna be difficult for people to find you, um, no matter what platform is their favorite because people are most likely gonna try to find you on their favorite platform, but it also makes it difficult for you to tell people where they can find you, the persona, where they can find your music, because it's just too much to have to explain to people, well, my name here is this, but my name there is that, and then my name over there is gonna be this right here. And people already have a very short attention span, so not having the same name across different social media platforms actually makes it a lot more difficult and a lot less likely for people to go back and try to find you on whatever their favorite platform is. Another thing that comes into play with this point as far as the branding is that these artists, they don't necessarily have a clear goal or a clear understanding of how they want to present themselves across these platforms. So they don't really know what they wanna post. They don't really know what their goal is for posting on these platforms. A lot of times an artist will stick to a platform because this seems to be what everybody has, not necessarily what is gonna work for that artist. So there is no focus on okay, I wanna show people that I'm an artist, I wanna show that I'm a rapper, I wanna show that I'm a singer, let me post clips of me singing, let me post pictures of me being in the studio, let me post different pictures of me out at these different places, meeting these different celebrities or these different artists, showing who I've collaborated with. And there's just not a focus on that, I find. A lot of times I'll go to their pages and it'll be a lot of holding up a bunch of money, which actually is not bad because it attracts a lot of people, but Pictures like them, like showing up a bunch of money, they have a bunch of drugs, they're smoking in the pictures, or it'll be random things like food, it'll be what I'm doing outside today, or some random videos that have nothing to do with who they are as a person. It's just stuff that they feel is entertaining. And it took a long time for me to learn this as well, 
and I'm still learning it because I'm still going through what I should and should not be posting on my main page. I don't want people to not be able to look at my page and see that I am a singer. So when someone goes to your page, they should be able to figure out pretty much immediately or at least within the first six posts what you do. So when you're not posting things that have anything to do with what you're passionate about or what you want people to know you for, it makes it very confusing, not only if your name is different across platforms, but also if you don't even post what you actually do. People will just think, you know, oh, this must be a personal page. It's not anything that I can use as a resume or whatever to distinguish whether or not this person is serious about their craft. Now, even though a lot of us may not like it, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, all of these social platforms have become like a resume to show people who you are, what you do, your credentials, blah, blah, blah. So it is very important that you make sure you are representing yourself online just as well. Along with not posting things that pertain to what that artist is doing, I often find that they don't engage with their audience on these platforms either. So they're not liking other people's posts like if they're following other people they're not scrolling down their timeline and liking and commenting on people's posts when people comment on their things they're not replying and that's a big no-no for lack of better phrase <laughs> that's a big uh that's a big no-no that's something you don't want to do because the algorithm makes it so that you have to be engaging with people actively all the time that's what gives your posts a better likelihood of being discovered, a better likelihood of being placed on your followers' pages because you're telling the algorithm that my post is getting this much engagement in this amount of time and that'll also help you get on the explore page. But if you're not engaging with your audience, then you're not helping the algorithm, you're not helping yourself, you're not beating the algorithm because your post is not getting that engagement so automatically the platform's probably gonna think this is not a good piece of content. We're not going to put this in the forefront for anyone to see. I know I just spent all that time talking about social media platforms and not engaging with audiences, but another issue that I find with artists is the fact that they don't find importance in even having a website. A lot of newer artists don't even feel that it's necessary to have a website. They think that having a social media platform like an Instagram or a Facebook or a YouTube, they think that's enough. But they don't understand that, and I just did a video about this, I can link it in the little info bubble in the top corner, so watch out for that. But websites, artist websites, are actually still very important because it is a one-stop shop for showing everybody what you're about. Now, driving traffic to your website, that's another topic, but having a website and having all of those resources laid out for people who already have short attention spans, it makes it easier for people to see all of your work in one spot versus, oh, I have to go to YouTube, I have to go to SoundCloud to listen to your music, I have to go to YouTube to watch your videos, I have to go to Instagram to see what kind of pictures you've taken. And it's just a lot, as I said, for people in this day and age who already have short attention spans, they're not gonna feel like jumping around multiple platforms just to figure out who you are. You're not a major artist yet, and that's just the reality of it. The second reason why artists fail before they even begin is because they have poor music quality, not mixed, mastered, or structured well. Ooh, the song is not structured well. That is a point 
that I feel in my spirit because I also, I'm a singer and a songwriter, entertainer, but I also happen to be an audio engineer. So I record songs for other people. And I mostly find that this happens with rappers. They don't have a clear understanding of what a song structure is. And oftentimes I'm kind of thrown for a loop because they'll tell me to like copy and paste or fly a hook over. And I have to go back and say, um, sorry, but which part is your hook? Because I don't understand. It doesn't sound like a hook and everything has the exact same flow all the way through. So they have poor quality and structure. Um, as a listener, you want your audience to be able to clearly understand and tell the difference between where your hook is, where your bridge is, where your verses are. If those things have the same flow, then there's no differentiation between what they are and nobody will be able to have one piece of the song to stick to, which is usually the hook. So I find that a lot of rappers, newer rappers that come in, they don't have any understanding of song structure. They don't really understand um, the meaning of a cohesive, comprehensive storyline either. A lot of times I find that they'll come in and they'll just be freestyling something and they'll just throw lines together that sound like they rhyme, but they end up sounding like they don't know what they're talking about. They're speaking in circles and it just doesn't come out to be a quality song. Not something that I would listen to and from the kinds of artists that they tell me are their influences, it's just like you didn't do your homework at all because if this was if this rapper was your influence, you would have some sort of structure, you would have some sort of storyline, you would have something real to say versus whatever it is you're spitting on the track right now. Aside from not having a well-structured song, once the song is actually finished, a lot of newer artists and I will say rappers again because mostly rappers don't seem to understand. They think it's so so easy to get into this industry. Um, they think they have to do bare minimum to get by. But a lot of them do not understand the importance of mixing and mastering. Recording the song at the studio, you're only going to leave with a rough mix. And that is something that is basically bearable for you to listen to in your car or in your headphones on the way home or to live with for a week or two. Something that you can like get people's feedback on so you can understand like, hey, people like the direction the song is going and really review everything in the song that you did to make sure that you like how you performed everything. But after you leave the studio, the song is not finished. You wanna get the song mixed, which means that you wanna get everything in the song balanced. You want your vocals to be even, you want them to be strong, you want them to be clear. If you have track outs to the instrumental, which is just the individual layers of each instrument in the beat, then you want those to be mixed in with your vocals so that everything will sound like a beautiful, like, I don't know how to put it, but basically, you want to get it mixed so that it sounds like a cohesive song. It sounds high quality. Everything is balanced and you don't have a guitar part that is overbearing your vocals or you don't want your vocals buried so far under the track that you may as well have not put any words over top of it in the first place. So mixing will make sure all of that is balanced out and it'll make sure that your voice sits just above that so that people can hear you clearly and know what you're saying and It'll basically make all of your instruments, including your voice, a nice cohesive project. And then mastering is like the final finisher, the final polish. If you have a project, mastering is gonna make sure that your songs are not all over the place level-wise. So track one is here, track three is here, track 
five is down here, you know what I mean? So mastering makes all of that even and then it opens up the track even more. And it also can make it seem a little bit louder. A lot of times mastering does turn up the volume of the track and it just, it's that sweetener, it's that sweet finish at the end. But a lot of people do not understand the importance of why they should get mixing and mastering done. And that is why their songs will not stand out in the uh, mainstream market because the songs in the mainstream market are mixed and mastered. So if you wanna compete with those artists, then you have to get your stuff mixed and mastered. The third reason why artists fail before they even begin is because they have poor work ethic, thinking an audience will magically appear if they release music. Most think that all they have to do is make the song and post it somewhere for it to blow up on social media, for it to go viral. But again, as I said in the point before this one, your song is not gonna stand out if you don't get it mixed and mastered. It's gonna sound like everything else that's coming out and oversaturating the market. It's not gonna stand out, it's not gonna stand. It's not gonna stand in mainstream. And this, this kind of ties back into the branding portion where we talked about the social media. Someone who does not have a clear understanding of their branding and where they're posting, what they're posting, they don't have a clear understanding of their audience, they don't know who their audience is, so they don't even know who to target, they don't know who would most likely be interested in the music that they're posting, and they're not getting their music in front of those people, they're not giving their music a fair chance because they haven't done the research on something like, who is my audience in the first place? They often think that Oh, as long as I, I think what I did is dope, man. This is fire. This is, this is amazing. I'm better than every rapper on the radio right now. And then they put it out and they expect it to go viral, not understanding that there are a lot of factors that go into something going viral. And you just have to give yourself a better chance of being seen, being heard by making sure that you are researching the kind of people who are engaging with your content, researching the kind of people that listen to the kind of music that you listen to and trying to see if you can get an upper hand in this pool that way. And again, I wanna drive home the point that you are not going to attract a an audience, a loyal following if you are not getting your songs mixed and mastered because again, it's not gonna stand up into, it's not gonna stand out in mainstream. Fourth reason why an artist fails before they even begin is because they're not building connections with promotional services, blogs, and collaborators. This one ties back into number three of thinking that the music will automatically attract people. They don't think that they have to talk to people to get their music heard, or they think talking to just one person is gonna put them on and put them in a position to where they need to be. And that's just simply not the case. And again, this ties back into not understanding their audience and not even trying to build an audience, having no work ethic, thinking that people are just going to magically appear. You have to build connections when it comes to getting your music heard. So that means constantly engaging with people, constantly talking to people, constantly posting, making sure that you are making your digital presence known if you are not you know, going out physically to shows or clubs and meeting people. Um, but don't just go out to these clubs and think that all you have to do is make your face be seen. No, make sure that you are actually networking and not just out to be drinking and partying because first impressions do make a lasting impression on a lot of people. So when you're out, make sure that you understand the purpose of why you're going out and who you are expecting to meet and how you would want to present yourself to the people that you're going to meet. 
a few ways that you can connect with people is by social media. If you know, that covers a lot of ground and gives you access to people all over the world, not just in your local city, your local state. It'll give you a presence in everyday life that otherwise you probably would not be able to accomplish on your own with your given circumstances or in your area. So it's a really good idea to make sure you are being consistent with your online presence and then make sure that when you are going out to meet people, whether it's executives, whether it's other artists, a lot of times other artists will be a great addition to whatever it is you're doing because you can collaborate with these artists and you can see, okay, how many followers or how big of a fan base does this artist have? If I collaborate with this artist and everything doesn't have to be about a price. If I collaborate with this artist, can I tap into their fan base? Can I get a few followers from their platform to come over and follow me? who, and they may even be more loyal fans to me than whoever I originally collaborated with. So you kind of have to think about things like that and make sure that you have a purpose for why you are collaborating with people and then understanding that when you collaborate, that is helping you to get your music heard. Another thing I want to stress before I go on to the last and final point is you have to be a people person in a sense. And you have to be really good at communicating and letting people know what you want, what you do. So when you're going out to these different settings, people will understand exactly who you are and exactly what you do and exactly what your goal is. A lot of times and frustratingly enough, I have a lot of rapper clients who they don't understand how to communicate. They don't understand how to tell me what they want for me to make them sound like in the studio. And it oftentimes makes the studio very difficult and frustrating to work and very draining, honestly. So make sure that you are actively working on how you communicate with people and how you speak to people, because that's obviously going to be a huge factor when you're making these connections. If nobody can understand you, nobody's going to be interested in who you are. Nobody's going to be interested in your music. And you just want to make sure that, again, presenting yourself well, like a well-rounded individual who knows how to speak to people, and that will give you a better chance of having your music heard. Making those connections, speaking to people well, you know, clearly communicating what you do, who you are, and what you would like people to do, which is listen to your music. The fifth and final reason why artists fail before they even begin is because they're not moving with the times, focused on an older genre of music, yet wanting commercial success. This one for me is up for debate. I personally think people should be looking forward and not always trying to move with the current trends, but that's just me. Um, you could also argue that sometimes as a new artist, you may have to conform to the current trends to at least get your foot into the door. And then when you've built that loyal fan base, that loyal following, then you can slowly start to branch off and experiment or actually go back to what you actually really want to do. Go back to the sounds that you actually really want to make. I think a good example of that would be like a Beyonce or a Kanye West who maybe whatever they were doing at the time, at the beginning of their career, to solidify their position in the industry is following the trend of the time, following the sound. And now someone like Beyonce, she can pretty much drop whatever she wants to drop, whenever she wants to drop it, and do whatever she wants artistically. And people, she has a loyal following. The Beehive, they love Beyonce no matter what she does. They will always support what she's doing. And so that's why I say this one is kind of up for debate. Um, especially if you're not 
focusing on branding and if you're not focusing on marketing and you're not building connections, that makes it all the more difficult when you have something that is super unique and completely different from what's out. That can make it even more difficult to be heard to get the recognition that you want, the recognition that you deserve for having this music that is so different. And the reason why I say look forward is because a lot of times we are listening to things that were recorded months ago, sometimes years ago. Um, Some people might say that that's not so much so now because you can record so quickly and release so quickly. But a lot of times, really good quality artists, they have spent months sometimes years on a song before releasing it. And oftentimes we are hearing the product of what they did from months ago, from years ago, that's just now being released. But again, that might be from like more experienced artists. I don't really know. It is completely possible to break through the industry being completely different from what anyone has heard before. Just understand that you may have to battle a lot of... um. I don't want to say prejudice, but you'll just have to battle mindsets. You'll have to battle with what people, with what's being pushed onto people to listen to. So you want to keep that in mind. If you're not going to move with the times, you kind of do have to work a little bit harder to make yourself be heard. Or what you can do is figure out a way to use what is popular right now and use those elements, but tweak it just a little bit so you sound different from other people who are using that sound or other people who are in that lane right now. And that might also help you to get your foot in the door so that you are sounding different and not having to completely compromise your sound, but so that you're also giving yourself a fair shot at being heard and being noticed because you're not so far-fetched that people are just like, I don't know what this is. I'm not listening to it. I'm going to go back to this artist and what I was doing over here. So that is just my advice on that particular point. Those are the top five reasons why artists fail before they even begin. Let me know what you think about all these points in the comment section down below. Do you agree with them? Do you disagree with them? Do you think some points are missing? What is your take on all of this? If you enjoyed this video, be sure to like, subscribe, and share. And I want to give a special shout out to my Patreons, Brooke and Eldon, who are supporting me on Patreon right now. They are seeing this content as soon as I have uploaded it, not when I have scheduled it to show to the general public, which is you on YouTube, if you're watching this on YouTube right now. So if you would like to get this content as soon as I upload it and not have to wait for weeks or months after I actually have it show up to the general public, then for just as low as $5 per month, you can become a patron of mine, which means that you will see this content as soon as I upload it. You won't have to wait to see it with the general public. And as a patron, whatever video request you have for me, you will get bumped to the top of the list for me to do that video before anything else, before any of the other requests from the general public. So if that sounds like something you'd be interested in and you would want to support me, make sure you head over to www.patreon.com slash LexiATL to become a patron of mine for as low as $5 per month to get that content as soon as I upload it, okay? But again, thank you so much for joining me for this topic today. Until next time, my name is Lexi. Peace.